recording. I learned so much doing this because, and Travis was here helping me prep too. And I'm shocked, honestly, at like how freaking cutthroat this is. So I'm excited to tell you all about it. Yeah. This week's going to be really exciting because it's what's been happening now. Like it just started. Yep. Right. No, no, it hasn't started yet. So it's starting. It's starting. That's right. So, and there's like a hard start date on it. So if they're it's, so if it's starting now, people are in big trouble, but what is it, Christine? What are we talking about? Three, two, one training camp, training camp, NFL training camp. Oh, I know. Yes, I know. I kept on like talking training camp without like specifying that it was NFL and it's for football. It's for professional football. So professional football training camp. Basically it's just football camp. But before we get into it, we need to do our introductions that we're so good at. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You start, go. What's up everybody. My name is Christine. I am your average Joe Schmo when it comes to sports knowledge. And I am here to ask all the questions that you guys have at home. And I am Sarah, your self-proclaimed sports expert. And I am here to answer all of the questions that Christine has. And hopefully all of those questions that you have at home too. And if you haven't caught on already, we are talking about NFL training camp, which is so exciting because it means like football season is starting to ramp up Christine. And that gives me, I think about Cardi B when she says, Ooh, butterflies in my stomach and vagina. (laughs) Do you remember when she said that? Yeah. I completely forgot. She said that. That's so great. They're like, Cardi, how do you feel? She's like on the red carpet dressed and like, you know, no, she's like, Ooh, butterflies in my stomach and vagina. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I, that's what I feel whenever we start talking football and NFL, because this is my, this is my forte. You guys, this is my passion. I love football. I love all types of football. I like NFL. I like college. I, I don't like arena football. I tried, but I, I love football. It's like my favorite sport of all time. And it's almost what you beat lunchbox in an NFL trivia. Oh, that too. That too. I completely forgot. Still, it's still a sour subject because we still think Sarah probably should have won because they, she lost on a stupid rigged, question. Rigged. I'll never, ever, ever forget where Jerry Rice went to college now. Mississippi Valley State. I won't either. And you <laughs> had the book sitting on your coffee table. So we're talking NFL training camp today and it's week 40, which is just kind of mind blowing. I feel like every time that we get to the 10th, like the, you know, we get 10 more episodes and it just, the number is climbing and climbing and climbing. So week 40. So what is NFL training camp, Sarah? Yeah. So it's the first time NFL teams, which again, the national football league is what NFL stands for. So professional football teams, all 32 of them, um, practice as an offense first defense setup with a full pads ramp up two times a day. So So they're, they're just like scrimmaging against each other. Yeah. So their offense is playing their defense. So the one team plays each other, right? So previous, like before training camp, they have what's called OTAs and mini camp OTAs are optional team activities. It's like three weeks, non-contact, basically just like workouts and like individual drills and stuff. And then they have mini camp, which is like one week ish. It's usually like a long weekend, um, with helmets, but not full pads and no contact again. 
And then they have a one month break in between mini camp and training camp. Um, that's like a vacation time for the teams. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, like here's your one month break with your families before the season starts. So as soon as training camp hits, it's go time. Got it. So you mentioned too, that they play each other with full pads ramp up. What does that mean? Yeah. So what I mean by ramp up is like, they start training camp with no pads. So pads are like the shoulder pads. Um, the They're pretty much pads everywhere, right? They've got shoulder pads and leg yes. pads and, and, and genitalia pads. <laughs> I don't, some of them don't, I don't think some of them wear like jocks, jock straps. I really would like to get like a, um, like an athletic trainer on for the NFL, just so we, just so we can talk about the yeah, equipment. It will, especially like, I would think you would want a jock strap, especially <laughs> if you're a lineman, <laughs> because if you think, what if, it, what if you just got, kept getting need to the, to your man parts, but a jock strap just like basically is a bra for their wiener. It's just like a cup, right? But it's no. hard. So a jock strap isn't. It's just like um, it's just like a bra. Like if you wore a sports bra, but it's for so their it man support, parts. It just supports them. Yeah. So it just like they don't, like sucks them all in, but it doesn't actually angle. have like a hard like turtle shell around it. That's a cup, oh. and I don't think they wear cups anymore. I'm pretty sure there was like a whole documentary on it on HBO. Really? So is yes. there any sport that actually still wears cups? I don't know. We're gonna. I'm telling you, that's that's got to be another episode, Christine. We need it. Hello there. Does anybody know an athletic trainer? I mean, mainly for the NFL. That would be amazing. I would love to get you on the show and let's talk about equipment, pads, all the things for NFL. And I mean, any professional sport really, because I think cups, any protective, anything of the male genitalia has kind of gone to the wayside. So anyway, now that we've automatically gone down that rabbit hole, (laughs) full pads, yes, are, um, the shoulder pads, like you said, they're leg pads, knee pads. They've got, I don't think they have butt pads. Um, but they have like things to protect their ribs. Like they are, they've got their helmets on, obviously they've got their mouth guards in a lot of them wear gloves. Um, so they are fully suited, right? So this is the first time during training camp that they are in all of those pads that they are fully suited. But what I meant by ramp up is they start training camp like without them. So they're just like running plays. It's like they slowly ramp it up in the first week. And by day seven of training camp, that's when they're in full pads. So they kind of, and I'm sure they're, you know, they're just getting used. Not all these players have been playing together. Right. So these players have to get used to each other. That's right. Learn each other's dynamics. Yeah. So I'm sure that's why they start slow and then go into full, full blown ramp up. Yes, absolutely. Well, I mean, and it's not just like, you know, why do they have it? Right. So like, why is training camp a thing? Um, I mean, really it's to get back in shape for the regular season, build camaraderie, but to your point, Christine, like these players have not only have they not played fully together as, as a team, as a team, but uh, some of these players are rookies, right? They're coming out of college and they've never been hit in the NFL. They've never been tackled in the NFL. And so to get roughened up a little bit as terrible as it sounds, these coaches want to get them used to getting hit in the NFL because it's going to be a little bit different than getting hit in college. And you hear, I mean, so many people get hurt during training camp. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Cam hurt himself once during training camp? Probably. He was hurt for like ever. He hurt his elbow. Then he hurt his ankle. Yeah. He's kind of always hurt, but 
Kelvin um, Benjamin came back to training camp and was like 40 pounds overweight. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Kelvin, so, the cow. <laughs> Kelvin, the cow. I loved Kelvin and he was so short lived. He had one good year and then just like sucked. I, Kelvin Benjamin played a uh, wide receiver. So he caught balls for the Carolina Panthers. And I'm pretty really sure tall. Christine was really obsessed with him. And I think I bought you a Jersey RIP to, not RIP. I should not say that he didn't die. He just, I don't think he's in the <laughs> NFL anymore. <laughs> he just like, like we said, he was so good. And then he was good during the year that the Panthers were really good. So the one yeah. year that we went to the Super Bowl and we went undefeated Yep. pretty much all during the regular season. And my favorite memory in my Kelvin Benjamin jersey, Sarah, was whenever we went to the Atlanta game in Atlanta. But you were wearing your Kelvin jersey? Yes, I have so, we have so many great pictures oh from, my that, gosh. from that trip. And that was such a fun game. But back to training camp. So yes. why else do they have it? Like, what's the point? Yeah, so, okay. So the easiest way to describe it is, so it's not just to get back in shape, not just to, you know, get these players used to getting hit the offense and the defense and, you know, to build camaraderie. It's like camp, right? It's like football camp for the, for the teams. Mm -hmm. Um, but the gist of training camp is that this is the first time that the 90 player roster of all of the NFL teams are playing together. And just for like future reference, there's 53 men on a roster and you start training camp with 90. So the 90 players are made up of the previous year's 53 man roster. So like returning players, like obviously there might be some that aren't returning, but whatever is left of that 53 man roster, all of the draft picks. So all of the team's draft picks from the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. And then whoever they picked up during free agency, right? So whoever's contracts were over the previous year and the team picked up, they've compiled 90 players and through training camp, these players are basically proving themselves to these coaches and the coaching staff that they are the best at their position and they deserve to be a starter. They deserve to be the starter in that position. That's right. So if they start with 90 and they dwindle it down to 53, so what happens to the other like 40 people? Yeah. So where do the other players go? Right. So to try out, basically they just go and try out for other teams, practice squads or hope for a practice squad position with that team. So are the people like the people that are at training camp, we already know, like you said, they're the draft picks, the people that they picked up in free agency, players that were already part of the team, whatever is this an opportunity for people who aren't on a team to try out for the team? Like, let's just say you're at, cause I know there are some athletes in the NFL who were never really caught or never really football players. Like a lot yeah. of them were basketball players or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And tried out for the NFL and they became part of the team. Is this their chance to do that? Or is that separate? I always think of um, Jimmy Graham. He was a guy who I don't think ever played football in college and then landed himself in the NFL somehow because he tried out. So the answer is yes and no. Um, of course, nothing's ever just blatantly like, yes, you can, or no, you can't. But 
Um, yeah. In Jimmy Graham's case, I would assume I, I just looked it up a little bit because I wasn't hundred percent positive, Christine, but Jimmy Graham basically had, you know, an agent and a manager that was like, you know, dedicated to him. And he decided that he wanted to play in the NFL. Right. So his agents and his manager are reaching out to these NFL teams and the NFL team, they have to invite you to training camp. Right. Okay. So even if you're not in the NFL, that's right they still have to invite you to try out. Yes. They have to invite you to training camp. And then in training camp, obviously you can go in there and then prove yourself, but you can't just like, I couldn't just walk on to the Panthers practice facility and be like, okay, guys, I'm here. I'm ready to kick some balls. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not I'm at footballs. I'm ready to kick some balls because (laughs) none of you are wearing jock straps or cups. <laughs> you want to learn how to get hit? Well, I'm here to show you. <laughs> I literally was just channeling um the what's her name? Sarah the kick girl, the kicker. Huh? Fuller. Sarah Fuller. Yes, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I could go and be a professional." I mean, I couldn't, but that's what I was Football like. Kicker. Right. You can't just like show up. So, you have to be invited by the team and in order to do that, you have to like work out. Yeah. Um, obviously prove yourself enough, have film, whatever, and an agent that's going to get you in with a team to be invited to training camp. You probably have to be able to catch a football too. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, among, <laughs> among other things, Christine, you also have to be a total like freak of nature and like the one percentile of all American are all human beings. Like they're gigantic individuals. Right. So, okay. So we talked about kind of what training camp is and why they have it, but where is it? Yeah. Recently. Yes. Well, okay. So normally it is at a nearby college facility. So each team has like a, a nearby college facility that they go to, they'll stay in the dorms and they practice on, um, you know, the college team's field and it's just a different feel. And like I said, it's like camp, right? So, um, it's, it builds camaraderie, blah, 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 blah. Well, during 22, 2020 training camp teams were allowed to stay on their own local facility because of the coronavirus. So the location is lax again this year, depending on basically what the team wants to do. So some teams have decided to stay local. Um, and some have returned to their offsite training camp locations. Like the Panthers are going to Wofford university in Spartanburg, which is where they've historically been. Um, fans are allowed it's free and it's like the best time to get autographs because you're you're so close to the players like if have you, you see, ever been no i'm travis and i have been talking about going the roaring riot is only like an hour and a half away i know the only problem is i am i'm so old and i don't want to go on the weekend because the only day that they have during the weekend because i think they have saturdays off is sunday okay. so they have two a days on sundays so morning and afternoon but you know those are the days that are going to be packed right because those are the days that everybody wants to go so like you couldn't just go on like a friday yes so that's what i was going to say they have practices during the week and i'm like maybe i could go to the second practice on a friday and you should travis friday will go probably, friday would probably be just as busy but Maybe yeah. not as busy as Sunday. A Sunday. And Travis will wear, he'll have his, had his surgery by then. So we'll totally milk it. He'll oh, have got to go. <laughs> I wonder where the Washington football teams is. 
You should Google it. There's a whole list online. Yes. Yeah, but I don't I really care to get any of the, those autographs unless it was Ron Rivera. I was going to say, maybe you could go and get Ron Rivera's because that's kind of cool. If it's close, I should because their practice, sure field, be. their practice field is probably five minutes away. It's not far at all. Well, maybe they are. I mean, maybe they're at their practice field, but you guys go to NFL.com or just Google where is training camp, whatever team you support, they have a list of the location of um, training camp. And then you can kind of get information from there on like fans and and what the protocol is. If you need to sign up, if you need to get tickets, I think um, the Panthers, you literally can just show up. So I think I'm just going to show up. I definitely need to make a trip. I'm super excited. I'm I'm definitely going to go on and see too, about the Washington football team. So yeah. Um, all right. So when is it then? I know you kind of touched on this earlier, but yeah. So for the first time in NFL history, there is a unified start date, um, for training camp and it's July 27th, except for the Cowboys, Steelers and Bucks. Um, they are, they have the first scheduled preseason game. So the Cowboys and the Steelers do, and then the Bucks have the first scheduled regular season game. So they were approved to start training camp a little earlier. I think the Cowboys and the Steelers can start on the 21st and then the Bucks can start on like the 23rd or something. I don't know. I mean, are they excited to start earlier? I feel like I wouldn't be excited to start earlier. Yeah. So, okay. So the likelihood of getting hurt would probably be higher, right? But their season starts a little bit sooner than the rest of the teams do. So they would have an unfair advantage if they waited the additional week to start training camp. Um, so it's, you know, it gives them the option. Do they have to start that early? No, it's just the NFL saying you can, because these are the strict start dates that the NFL is giving these teams because they can get in major trouble and pay, pay, have to pay huge fines for having their players suit up in full pads, playing offense versus defense, allowing contact tackling, blah, 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 before that official start of training camp. Really? Yes. I had no idea if they even see them practicing together or just like low key, throwing a football on a Saturday afternoon. They can do that. So they can do that. It's just, and, and the, I have a couple of examples of how teams have gotten in trouble in the past. So like Seahawks have gotten in trouble twice. So shame on you Seahawks, but the Seahawks had excessive contact at one of their off season workouts. So excessive contact, I'm sure they were tackling each other, Mm -hmm. um, in 2014. And then it happened again in 2016. And the reason why it was, Like it was a Seahawks sanctioned practice. So these teams, you know, I'm sure there's going to be like Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott are going to get together and they're going to practice together and they can be dudes and do whatever the heck they want to do. If they want to tackle each other, that's not an official Dallas Cowboys workout. Got it. So the Seahawks had, were fine because they had an official um, off season workout and players were tackling each other, or they had excessive contact, whatever that means. Um, so it happened in 2014 and then it happened again in 2016. And so the NFL laid the fricking hammer down on the Seahawks and the team had to pay a fine of $400,000. They lost a week of their optional team activities, those OTAs that I was telling you about earlier. So, I mean, a week of practice is like gold in the NFL, right? So they were not allowed to practice for an entire week. Pete Carroll, who was the coach, 
had to pay a personal $200,000 fine. Oh my God. And they were stripped of a fifth round draft pick for the following year. I mean, shame on you though, Seahawks, right? Yeah. It happened once. You should have yep. learned your lesson. I guess exactly. they weren't going to give you a third chance. That yeah. second time they're laying the hammer down. They really want to protect the players. And so that's why like, typically you see like the start of something is like, okay, you know, the game starts on this date, but since it's practice and there are so many regulations around training camp, I mean, they have, they cannot start a second before 12.01 AM on the day that they're allowed, or they were told that they can start training camp. Otherwise they get get major in trouble. You're going to have to pay some major fines. $400,000. That's, that's insane. And then $200,000 personally, for the coach. I mean, it's his fault. He's the one who organized it, I suppose. I mean, the players are wild. The play, it's probably hard, you know? I mean, you want to like get in there and prove yourself and tackle and hit each other and blah, 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 blah. But the coach should have jumped in and said, no, no, no. No, no. You're not, not yet. to do that. Not yet. All right, Sarah. So I know you mentioned earlier that you go into training camp, there's 90 players and they dwindle it down to 53. Yes. So how do they dwindle those numbers down? Yeah. So at the end of training camp, you know, we said training camp starts on July 27th. Um, so training camp is two times a day, very intense for two weeks. It's this t- the time for these players to prove themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So at the end of training camp, they have basically a list of all of the players and where you stack up in your position. So you're a quarterback. Um, if you are, you know, in spot number four for the quarterback, like you better make a play, right? So these players know before preseason. So before that very first preseason game, which like I said, is a scrimmage. So it's just two teams playing each other. It doesn't count for anything, but it's just a scrimmage. Mm -hmm. Um, they know where they stack up and they will have playing time during preseason. And so they need to make a play. They need to prove themselves to get them in a higher rank because you have your first seed, which is your starters. Those are the players that you see almost every week. Then you have second string, then you have your third string, then you have your fourth string, right? So usually like the first string, you already know they're going to be really good, but like you could, you could make your way in training camp from fourth, that fourth spot to the second spot. Yeah. I mean, or, I mean, or if you outplay then I mean, yeah, it all depends on how well you play starting at training camp and then through preseason. So you Ooh, start, sure is all, I know it's so crazy. Okay. So you start with 90 players. Um, and then be, and then you have your first preseason game. So you'll see, so just visually, you guys watch the first preseason game. There are, it looks like there's ants on the sidelines. There's so many players there because you're used to seeing a regular season game when there's only 53, right? So start with 90 players. First preseason game goes down to 85 players. Second preseason game goes down to 80 players. Third preseason game is the biggest cut. It goes down to oh. 53 players. So that's why preseason's kind of, I mean, you said it was boring and we all know it's a little bit boring, but is it, I didn't realize that they were cycling through the players in training camp and getting rid of people still. I thought that was already done before preseason even started. No. Yeah. So, I mean, that's when the major cuts are happening. I mean, training camp, they're assessing people, they're mm-hmm. stacking 
people based on their abilities. Um, like I said, you really they'll put don't them... really know how they play until you get them in the game. Exactly. I mean, you can put your team, like I said, during training camp, your team offense is playing your team's defense, but in preseason, you're playing your offense and defense is playing another team's offense and defense. So that's really these players time to shine, or sometimes they'll, you know, totally flop. So it is very exciting to watch. And I feel like hopefully it brings a different perspective to it. These people, this is their livelihood. Y'all these players, it is literally make or fricking break for them. And like, it's again, you know, I love the analogy, the bachelor analogy, but it's like at the end of each one of these preseason games, they get a rose or they don't get a rose and they have to go home or you are the weakest link goodbye, or their light was put out on survivor and they need to go home. So, I mean, it's cutthroat out there. That's so funny. I just started watching Survivor and I tried to start from season one, but it's so old. It's kind of hard to get into. I was going to say, Chrissy, aren't there like 40 seasons? Yeah, I think there's 40 seasons. So I think <laughs> start right in the middle at like 20. So. I've never watched an episode of Survivor, but maybe I should get on it too. All right, you guys. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of It Sports Us. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening with us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast as well. And we will see you next week. See ya.